This is Our Common Ground with Janice Graham, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. I love the lie and lie the love, I'm hanging on with push and shove. Possession is the motivation that is hanging up. The goddamn nation looks like we always end up in a rut. Janice Graham. Our common ground, speaking truth to power and ourselves. Our common ground, a higher ground for discourse, discussion, solutions, and ideas. I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. Talk, talk, that matters. matters. Transforming truth truth to power. One broadcast broadcast at a time. And now to Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. And good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us here at Our Common Ground, where black truth is honored and respected in this sanctuary, this place where we come together to talk to ourselves, truth to power, ourselves. We're so glad to be with you here again at uh, another Saturday night, December 12th, 2020. And we are about 38 days before there will be a changing of the guard in the United States. We hope that you are well. We hope you are well with your families. For those of you who would like to listen in on a smart device, our number is 347-838-9852. And for those of you who would like to in, um, to join in our chat room, which is pretty much uh, not moderated, uh, you can do so by coming to blogtalkradio.com backslash OCG. That's our address on these internets where it sometimes get a little bit congested. It gets 
a little bit confusing and complex and sometimes silly, but we do hope you are well as we uh, continue to face um, the threat to American democracy, the threat to the ways in which our government has actually worked for us as a people. And we're going to be doing uh, a lot of talking about much of of that tonight. Um, I, I didn't know if you uh, caught our agenda, um, and I can tell you it really is around um, the seditious behavior of people who are newly and have been elected by American voters, and it comes out of the same craziness that most of the craziness that we have faced over the last four years. It comes out of the hateful and maligning and gaslighting and lying and a brazen attempt at an uh, in establishing an authoritarian government in this country and overturning uh, the democratic features that has pretty much served it well. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about uh, a meeting that President-elect and Vice President-elect had with some of, and notice I say some of, the civil rights leaders uh, out of um, American civil rights leaders, because we can't say that they all really reside within the black community, but it was an important meeting, and something went very wrong in that meeting, and 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 I'm asking you to join me tonight to talk about that. I'm going to share with you some parts of the audio. And for those of you who would like to hear the entirety of the meeting, we have posted it here at our studio at Blog Talk Radio uh, as a podcast that you can listen to the entire meeting, one hour and 40 minutes. There, there are parts of it that are confusing, and what I decided to do for this broadcast is to rely on Intercept, who had the full audio, and they, and, and they edited down to some important pieces. Um, I also want a, a shout out to an Our Common Ground voice, Leah Gaines. Leah has been named as one of the 100 achievers, uh, community achievers in Florida. Leah is a young woman that I have known for a very long time. As a matter of fact, um, I was when I was a young teen, I was her babysitter, and she has very deep roots uh, in South Florida. Her 
her father was a van member and organized and founder of the Vanguard organization, which was a group of black men who uh, organized and commandeered community engagement in the community in which I grew up. But Leah was named uh, one of 100 black achievers for the state of Florida. And I can't recall, and I should have written it down, I can't recall what organization did this, for her work in creating incubator programs for small uh, black, brown, and women businesses in in Palm Beach County. She, you probably will remember her at uh, the last time she was here at our common ground with us. She was the president of the Palm Beach County branch of the NAACP and also the chair of Progressive Black Democrats of um, of Florida. So we want to shout out to her for she it's well deserved. She's been doing that work for over 20 years now and has been very successful uh in it. The other thing that we can talk in the second page about uh but I do I, I do want to after we talk about this Biden Harris transition team meeting I do want to talk about the eviction tsunami that poor brown and black people are going to be facing and working poor are going to be facing come January 1st because we have a Senate that is under siege, under siege by a man who is as mad as the current president power-mad, power-hungry, and crazed with the kind of control that he has taken. And and I have, I, I want to talk on in the second hour about some solutions to this because I think, you know, uh, sedition is a very serious crime in the United States. And I also want to talk about some of the proposed cabinet members that uh, the the president-elect Biden has been throwing out test trial balloons, and some of them are, are troubling. Uh, I know you know that I'm talking about Tom Vilsat and uh, Marsha Fudge. Not that I have a problem with Marsha Fudge. I do have a problem with Tom Vilsat. But many of you will know that I was very critical because I think that along with education, health and human services, um, um, HUD is perhaps one of the most critical tools that poor and black people and brown people have in this country. And I was very critical of HUD uh, when I was at the Justice Department. I wrote uh a treatise, actually, about our relationship, the Justice Department's relationship with HUD, and what more we could be doing. And I was given the opportunity to go over to HUD. You know, essentially said to me, if you feel that way, why don't you go over to HUD and help them? 
and I ended my uh, federal career uh, at HUD. So <clears throat> I think that the the right to education, to safe and decent housing, to communities having access to government resources like money and think tanks and entry into commerce, I think all of those are very, very important. And I think that this government, whether you go all the way back to the time of Patricia Harris as the secretary of HUD, are the beginning, uh, Robert Weaver, who was the first secretary of HUD when HUD was founded, uh, I think that HUD has been viewed by the executive branch as like it's a stepchild, an unwanted stepchild. Um, because, and, and part of it has to do with how the system of white supremacy and how caste and class operates in this country. So we're, we're going to get going because we only have some minutes, and um, I'm glad to see hard worker because I got some statistics, some some numbers I want to run by you based on your 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 call last week because um, uh, I was really interested. Uh, in uh, what was the factual basis of some of your conclusions, so I did some research. But I I just want to run these numbers by you uh, in regard to uh, the pandemic. Today, in 56 states and territories, there were 1,906,000 new tests. There were... 15,956,400 confirmed new cases today. And that's up by 273,000 since yesterday. Currently hospitalized, there are 108 million people. I'm sorry, 1,000 people in ICU beds. 108,487 people. And today, just Today, there were 289,535 confirmed deaths to, to up to today. That's near 300,000. And, and you will recall way back when, uh, sometime in early spring, uh, we were, I was really questioning when Dr. Anthony Fauci was saying 
that if we don't do something different, we may be seeing 300,000 deaths by the end of the year. And um, and here we are at 289,000. 289,000 black or African Americans alone are 27% of all cases of all cases in death. 30% of all cases and 36% of all deaths. And and one of the things I I want to ask of you uh, the Our Common Ground family. You know, we it, it's, it, it's so much easier to do community radio. I, I really knew when I was doing terrestrial radio because I could go to community meetings and 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 I could go to um, events and talk to people who listened to me and and meet them and greet them and go in as a consultant and an advisor in in various neighborhoods to help them organize and build their activism. And you can't do that when you're talking to people from all over the country and all over the world. So um, people have to center as you as you become as you are part of this family you really have to center it around where you are who who you're serving what your targeted interests are and what you're doing in your activism so i'm going to start asking callers to be able to identify those things but we're going to get started and um I have some thoughts, and I'd like to know your thoughts specifically on um, how we move forward. It's very easy to say, uh, if I had been in that meeting, I just wouldn't have shown up. I just, I would have gotten up. It was a virtual meeting. So... Um, it's not, you and I, and we can talk about it at the other end, but here's the clip from Intercept that I borrowed. Um, and as you listen to this, I want you to think about the tsunami of evictions that's coming the way of poor and black and brown people and working people come January 1st. I, I heard my old boss, Julian Castro, say something like, the average is that American renters are, are owe $5,700 in back rent at this point, people who have been affected by by this. And I've got a, 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 a real good solution uh, that would could empower these people, but they don't act like they want to be empowered. The other is I want you to put your thinking cap on in terms of the uh, 800% increase in federal 
executions that have happened and are scheduled before January 20th. And your cap, your thinking cap, listen to this in the sense of how important who is the U.S. Attorney's General How important, who is the Secretary of Education, how important the Department of Health and Human Services is to us on our agenda, and how important, if we're going to turn this ship around on police reform, saving black men and women from being murdered by the police, extrajudicial executions. It will be the Department of Justice. It will be the Department of Homeland Security. So listen to to what happens in this meeting, and I appreciate Intercept doing some things. Now, don't forget, if you want to hear this entire meeting, We have it posted here at Our Common Ground at Blog Talk Radio, and you can hear it without any commentary, the whole meeting, one hour and 40 minutes. So we'll talk on the other side of this. We ready to go? Hello. On Tuesday, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris held a private Zoom call with a small group of civil rights leaders from across the country. This is a completely closed call, so I just wanted to remind you that there's no uh, recording. Clearly, somebody did record, and now I have a copy of it, and now you're listening to it. Present for the Zoom was Derek Johnson, president of the NAACP, Vanita Gupta, a former ACLU attorney who was Obama's civil rights division head, the Reverend Al Sharpton, Sherilyn Eiffel, Melanie Campbell, who is the president of the National Coalition on Black Civic Participation, and soon-to-be former Congressman Cedric Richmond, who Biden has named an assistant to the president. In many ways, it was a Zoom call like any other. Can't hear you, Cedric. You're on mute. It also included a few Biden-esque boasts. I'm the first person, black or white, who calls attention to the fact that you were finding that there was the, the rate of people who are African Americans are dying is three times that of, of, of white people. I don't carry around a stamp on my head saying progressive and I'm AOC but I have a more of a record of getting things done in the United States Congress than anybody you know. Anybody you know. Some Biden cringe. By 2040, this country is going to be minority white European. Hear me? Minority white European. And you guys are going to have to start working more with Hispanics, who make up a larger portion of the population than you all do. And some Biden temper. Let's get something straight. You shouldn't be disappointed. But I've done so far as more than anybody else has done this far. Okay? Number one. Number two, I mean what I say when I say it. But it was also a space for an airing of, if not grievances, at least slight disappointments, and a forum for civil rights leaders to lobby Biden on everything from personnel to executive action to legislation. Many of those in the meeting urged Biden to be aggressive in his use of executive power. I want to ask if you consider issuing an executive order to create a national task force to examine challenges to our democracy, a national voter access commission. It's going to be important, for example, that one of your first actions is a reversal of the executive order that President Trump promulgated that essentially seeks to gag Congress.
conversations about diversity, race, and history among anyone who contracts with the federal government. And so we would ask you to lend your voice and your strength and your influence and your power and your ability to reach across the aisle to try and pass the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. But failing that, we would ask you to pull from that act measures that can be enacted by executive order. You have the power to call for a national database on police misconduct. You have the power to ask for a registry that will allow people to easily search in public um, a multiple misconduct complaints against particular officers. Um, you have the ability to uh, impose a, a database around police killings and police shootings. And these are things that you can do by executive order. There is a prison tragedy that is unfolding because of COVID. I encourage you to use your power to order an investigation of state and local prisons and jails to find out precisely what is happening, and you have that power through the Department of Justice. And here's Al Sharpton. We don't care about throwing fists in the air and the symbols. We want the substance. The Joe Biden I know is substance. The Kamala Harris I know is substance. We need it now more than ever. And I would hope that uh, on the first day, you start uh, doing the things with your executive orders to restore some dignity to law enforcement in our community and the voters. Biden, in fact, has an enormous amount of power as president. Two episodes ago, we devoted an entire show to just that. Turns out that Biden does not appear to be a deconstructed subscriber. Here's how he responded to those calls. There's some things that I'm going to be able to do by executive order. I'm not going to hesitate to do it. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to do what used to, Benita, you probably used to get angry with me during the debate when you'd have some of the people you were supposed to have, on day one, I'm going to executive order to do this. Not within the constitutional authority. I am not going to violate the Constitution. There is a Constitution. It's our only hope. Our only hope. And the way to deal with it is where I have executive authority, I will use it to undo every single damn thing this guy has done by executive authority. But I'm not going to exercise executive authority where it's questioned, where I can come along and say, I can do away with assault weapons. There's no executive authority to do away with that. And no one's fought harder to get rid of assault weapons than me. Me. But you can't do it by executive order. If you do that, the next guy comes along and says, well, guess what? By executive order, I guess everybody can own machine guns again. So we got to be careful. I know you all know this. I know you know it. I used to, and poor Kamala's heard me say this, and so has Cedric. I used to have a friend named Bob Gold, who was a really bright guy. Not much of it. We went to school together. He wasn't an academic whiz. The Bob Gold story sadly doesn't go anywhere. The upshot of the anecdote is that he taught Biden the word overstand, which is a kind of black power term from back in the day that was used as a stand-in for understand, but adding in an element of higher-level awareness. He looked at me and said, Joe, I not only understand you, I overstand you. I'm sure you overstand me here. Biden also heard from the NAACP's Johnson, whose organization, among many others, had been pushing to have Representative Marsha Fudge named as Agriculture Secretary. The Biden camp had been leaning toward picking Tom Vilsack, who had also served as Obama's Secretary of Agriculture. Johnson let him know it would be a disastrous idea. I would like to caution you in terms of the opportunity to give people, good people, confirmed in the Senate. It would, re, it would result in the outcome of this 
harmful to the outcome. And former Secretary Vilsack could have a disastrous impact on voters in Georgia. Shirley Sherrod is a civil rights legend, a hero. I live in the state of Mississippi. I'm surrounded by civil rights icons, and I understand the reverence that many of them have, particularly in rural areas. Johnson is being delicate there. His point that if Biden doesn't win Georgia, he'll struggle to get his people confirmed is a solid one. But he's being polite. It'll also block his entire legislative agenda. But our younger listeners might not remember the story of Shirley Sherrod, who Johnson mentions at the end of that clip. Let's take you back to July 19, 2010, when Andrew Breitbart posted a short clip of her speaking before an NAACP audience. At the time, Sherrod was the Georgia State Director of Rural Development for the Agriculture Department. You know, the first time I was faced was having to help a white farmer save his farm. He, he took a long time talking, but he was trying to show me he was superior to me. I knew what he was doing, but he had to come to me for help. What he didn't know while he was taking all that time trying to show me he was superior to me, because I was trying to decide just how much help I was going to give him. <laughs> I was struggling with the fact that so many black people have lost their farmland, and here I was faced with having to help a white person save their land. So I didn't give him the full force of what I could do. By the end of the day, she'd been fired, with Vilsack saying that she had to go because she was an obstacle to the agency's effort to reckon with its troubled past on racial justice issues. Sherrod, who was married to civil rights legend Reverend Charles Sherrod, said she'd been taken out of context and that she was telling a story of growth, redemption, and rethinking, not one of hate. The NAACP, after she'd been canned, found the full audio of her talks, and here's the critical part that was left out. So I took him to a white lawyer I figured if I'd taken to one of them, that his own kind would take care of him. That's when it was revealed to me that, y'all, it's about poor versus those who have. And not so much about white. It is about white and black, but it's not, you know, it opened my eyes. Because I took him to one of his own. And uh, I put him in his hand and felt, okay, I've done my job. From there, Sherrod talks about how the lawyer didn't actually do anything and the farmer came to her in desperation a week before the foreclosure. She scrambled and found an attorney who'd worked with the area's black farmers and urged him to take the man's case. Here was her conclusion. Working with him made me see that it's really about those who have versus those who don't. You know, and they could be black, they could be white, they could be Hispanic. And it made me realize then that I needed to work to help poor people, those who don't have access the way others have. After that, Vilsack apologized and offered her a job back at the USDA. But this new job would focus on fixing the agency's race issues. She said she didn't want that burden and turned it down. Flash forward 10 years again and back to Johnson. Shirley Sherrod is a civil rights legend, a hero. I live in the state of Mississippi. I'm surrounded by civil rights icons, and I understand the reverence that many of them have, particularly in rural areas. So I want to make sure that as you consider appointments, that you do so with November 5th in mind, so that we don't miss an opportunity 
to be able to get confirmed some of the outstanding candidates that you're going to bring forward. If you decide to take that route, I strongly encourage you to reach out to Ms. Sherrod, have a conversation with her. I strongly encourage you to talk to black farmers so that you have a clear understanding of the impact any decision could have on the January 5th election. It is our goal as NAACP, it is our goal as civil rights community for this administration to be successful. And it can only be at the success we need it to be if we have the ability to get good people confirmed. Biden, however, used the warning on Sherrod as a jumping off point for a counter warning. Don't push too hard on police reform, he told the group, at least not now. One of the things I'd be concerned about, just as it was pointed out to me that you wanted me to be concerned, Derek, I think it was you said it, about, you know, uh, um, uh, dealing with uh, Vilsack as, uh, in, uh, in terms of, a, of uh, agriculture. Well, first of all, you're going to learn more about Vilsack's record, but my point is this. I don't think we should make that a big issue going into before January 5th when the election takes place down in, in, uh, um, uh, in uh, Georgia. But I also don't think we should get too far ahead of ourselves on dealing with police reform in that because they've already labeled us as being defund the police. Anything we put forward in terms of the organizational structure to change policing, which I promise you will occur, promise you, just think to yourself and give me advice whether we should do that before January 5th, because that's how they beat the living hell out of us across the country, saying that we're talking about defunding the police. We're not. We're talking about holding them accountable. I just raise it with you to think about how much do we push between now and January 5th, we need those two seats about police reform. But I guarantee you there will be a full-blown commission. I guarantee you it's a major, major, major element. And as Reverend Al said, I was, I was a pain in the ass to everybody except him when we did the commission before. I didn't think we went far enough. We can go very far. It matters how we do it. I think it matters how we do it. As I learned early on, it's all right to question your opponents, uh, and you're not my opponents, any of you. It's always, always appropriate to question your opponent's judgment. It's never appropriate to question their motive, even if you know it. Because once you question their motive, you're done. You can't get anything done. By the way, let's talk about building highways. By the way, you're in the pocket of the cement industry. Now, what can we do together? Not a chance of getting anything done. So we can be tough, question judgment, not motive to get things done. Anyway, I'm going to yield to my vice president, and uh, she can correct all the mistakes. You're listening to Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. Transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. I love the lie and lie the love. Hanging on with push and shove Possession is the motivation That is hanging up The goddamn nation Looks like we always end up In a rut Everybody now Trying to make it real Compared to what Come on baby Well I don't know about you but I found that whole 
thing, and I listened to the entire audio, which, again, for those of you who are just joining us, we have added as a podcast here at Our Common Ground. But it's problematic in a number of ways. And uh, I've been trying to not describe it. Uh, I've been trying not to, but I continue to find myself thinking that the president-elect was quite belligerent, quite arrogant, and a bit vacuous in his understanding of why he had this meeting in the first place. Um, Let me go to the arrogant part. Here is a group of people who essentially went out on a limb to support your candidacy. And I know some people had they been in that meeting, some people who should have been in that meeting that worked in that meeting um, and weren't invited to that meeting because it would have probably ended in a shout-out, drag-out kind of... I mean, when 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 you... If you go to my Facebook page, you can go to the YouTube and see the faces of Biden as well as the people who were there. And then you begin to understand the dynamics of what was happening. And I'm not clear about why he wasn't made clear who brought him to the dance. That would have been in terms of uh, as I sat there looking at uh, what could be my role here because this is going off the rails. Um, because what? Who? Who is the question? Raise is that raises for me is who is the we you about to govern for? And there are a lot of people who would say, well, we anticipated this. This is Joe Biden. This is the same kind of, um, and if, God bless him, if uh, if Charles Ogletree weren't so ill, and Charles Ogletree is very ill, uh, he has been struck by... Alzheimer's for more than three years now. Uh, He could explain to us, and we really don't need any explanation. And, And I want to take your calls, but for some reason my studio is not showing me my caller board. And what I'm going to do is I actually don't know what to do. I'm I'm going to. I can't see whether you're calling in or not. Uh, I had a problem. I mean, a total 
power wipeout in our neighborhood, and I still I, I didn't have time to find out what the heck happened. Um, but I'm going to try something, and I'm going to put on some music. And uh, while you're listening to this music, I'm going to try to fix this because I do need to be able to see when you call in. And I don't see people people who are listening as well on their smart devices. So I'm going to put on this music. I'm going to log out and log back in. Each other, i.e., like that call you had uh, last Saturday. But uh, 
code. They, they stick to code. That's what they do. They stick to code, and they always want to try to chastise us with their false systems of security. And see, did you get the sense that he was chastising them? I, I, I got the sense that he was treating them like they were children. Yeah, that's what they do. Okay, I, let me see, Regenis. The whole damn planet, it's all us white people and black people, we suffer from a severe case of mental illness, okay? Black people especially from all the oppression, epigenetics that we've been through uh, 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 since these folks, uh, the white folks suffer from, they false sense of uh, supremacy like they still want to be our bosses and our children. But this days is gone. These black people done evolved, okay? Right now, black people, we're not, go, we not taking this crap that they, uh, our ancestors did. God bless them. But, I mean, okay, some let's, of us will let's, fight back. Let's, huh? Wes, let's, let's deal with two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Biden, the Biden administration, will have no ability whatsoever to deal with Mitch McConnell and these con- the confederacy that has risen. Mm-hmm. These people who are who have given up on the notion their ideology has nothing to do with the democracy anymore. This is what? not the Republican Party. This is not the GOP. This is something else. Yeah. And he's he's in a meeting with the people who can help the Democratic Party mm-hmm. wants the landmines in Georgia on the two Senate runoffs and he's talking to them like who are you? Don't you know who I am? Yeah. And what it was the we thing that got me. Yeah. What we mm-hmm. have to accomplish. What we you talking about? And 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 right. and Wes, I will tell you, <coughs> this is so problematic. And and one of the biggest problems is that that Joe Biden is demonstrating that he has a complete black hole when it comes to understanding the the um, urgency of the priorities of the challenges and crises, the crises that are going on in the black community. Yes, I ma'am, because young brother in Columbus got he ain't learned nothing. The well, uh, you know, and, 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 and here's, here's, here's what I fear that he's working off a Barack Obama playbook. That's my right. fear. I, and well, we knew, Janet, we knew some here. of this was going to happen. But, right. but see, and he, he I'm better get it everybody's together. Everybody's made up. And Georgia, people yep. made up, minds made up who they're going to vote for anyway. And I'm sick of these doggone commercials. And by the way, uh, 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 Reverend Warnock is on the death threat now. They threatened to kill him and blow up the church and all this crap. So people minds yeah. made up, really. I wish we, we, got it on on the, we got it on the agenda for the second hour, the attack on okay. the black church. 
Uh, and Monday early vote starts, so I wish they go. In, I wish Monday they go in and have their own election. Do it instead of wait till January the fifth. So people minds made up, and I'm sick of these doggone commercials. Tell you the truth. Well, you know, commercials keep people's uh, eye on the ball, so they are necessary. Hey, Wes, it's good to hear from you. Uh, It's really good to hear from you. But I think that what Joe Biden, and I I hear you agreeing with me, what Joe Biden has done is demonstrated our greatest fear about who he was. Well, but here's the other thing. Vanita Gupta... You know, I'm always talking about white women being at the helm of organizations that serve poor people and and I yeah. hate to say the thing, but people of color. I'm, I'm always on that on that on that on that particular. Yeah, that's uh, what they do. Brand. They want to hijack okay. the whole movement. That's what that's what Frederick yep. Douglass and Malcolm X said. The but here are the, the black, black people. people. Here are the black people who didn't say to him, Joe, whoa, you don't get to check well, us. We are here to check you. Yeah, and you've he, got he who, who, January 5th, who, who, and you've got midterms who, coming up, and you will be nothing and get nothing done for whoever you're talking about that we are, and for us, if you don't understand the play, the end game. But, Wes, I, I'm, I'm really glad yeah, to hear I'm, from I'm you. Gonna you, know, you. Yeah, man, I'm you had divorced me. You had to No, I had to get Okay. Uh, I was uh, t- checking around other shows and whatever, and then uh, I had to forget about you and Apple because I needed my man Apple. But one more thing is, see, it depends on who the gatekeepers was. And who put them same old million miles chopped them in there when it should have been Farrakhan and Claude Anderson should have been in that meeting. Okay, that's who should have been there. Claude Anderson, he got the program for us. And Mr. Yeah. Farrakhan, instead of well, Aaron I'm, Solomon, I'm, I'm gonna that's t- a government agent. You know, stop the government gonna agent. About, I'm going to talk about that on in the second hour okay. uh, because uh-huh. we got to get the machine. And the machine has to be not only well-tooled, it has to be Mm well-designed. But before you go, I don't want you to go anywhere, you know, get your Jack Daniels and and take a seat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, lay back. Because I've got a solution for Joe Biden, but it seems like he is too arrogant, too white, and too blinded by his whiteness, in his whiteness. Yeah, that's what all of them got, man. They got their false security. That's exactly, why but, but he didn't look out. He didn't look out in Black Lives Matter Plaza today, and them was all white people. Yeah, it was a few like they all got white people. Uh, from uh, the Pride Boys. The, the guy from Pride Boys that they got exactly. in that Mexican. So it's some know, black people he, in the Mexican. That, and, and I tell you another thing, and I'm going to say this, and we're going to talk about it in the second hour. I, 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 I know I got a lot. I designed a show. Uh, you know, you know how sometimes you 
you get in the habit of doing something, Wes, and I've mm-hmm. always been in the habit of having a five-day-a-week show. And I try to put all that five days, uh, three hours, in two hours a week, and, and, and you know, and I mess myself up. But I am mighty afraid after what I saw since this election with these white supremacists and these white nationalist groups for the safety of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Well, you got to look out and for that's the safety. Serious, of, uh, that's a uh, serious uh, tip. The main thing is for us to do, uh, 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 be safe because uh, these folks are not yep. playing. One guy got beat up today uh, out there uh, at uh, a rally. They're having a little rally for uh, also. Uh-huh. And uh, one of them, uh-huh. one of his supporters got jumped on by somebody. Some white guy yeah. walked up to him, and and and, and, and they got into uh, a little uh, a scuffle. So I mean, yeah. it's for all this, the planet's crazy. These folks know they they they, they time up with this, all this white supremacist and stuff, man. Their time is up. The whole earth side of them, man. Yep. Wes, I gave you more time than I usually give people because I'm so glad to have you back with us. But you you yes, stay man. tuned. You stay tuned. I sure will. All right. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna mute you because you mm-hmm. were listening on your device. That's Big West back in the saddle with us. Six four six, you're in the air. Uh, who are you? Where are you calling from? And what are your comments about this meeting? Yeah, this is Jay. It's 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 very it's very funny listening to you and uh and Wes uh, talking about the daddy. The daddy don't have no respect for black folks. Stop calling people names. Who is daddy? Who are you talking about, Jay? The daddy is Joe Biden. That's who the daddy is. He ain't my the daddy. daddy. Joe Biden. He ain't your daddy, but he's a Negro daddy. He black people daddy. The matter in which he spoke to them, grown men and women, was like he was their daddy and granddaddy and and master and everything else you want to refer to as, uh, you know, who and what he is. You know, it's absolutely a joke when you meet with an individual and you have no plan, no real agenda, you're asking and you're begging for something, and when they don't give it to you, it ain't a damn thing you can do about it. So basically, when you hear Wes talking about Farrakhan and Claude Anderson being in a meeting with Daddy Joe, that's a waste of time and energy. That's why Farrakhan probably wouldn't even show up to the BS. But the bottom line is, what you going to do, Rich? As as my man Jim Brown said to Richard Pryor when he was burnt out, what you going to do, Rich? Black people ain't going to do nothing but take whatever that white man gave for. He showed it to you already in the most disrespectful and condescending manner. And all I can do is ask you this. What's the pushback? Where's the pushback at? Well, Look at yeah, I, I, I think, I think, I think that really, that really is the question. And there, there can be a coordinated strategic pushback to this because we don't have the intelligence for it. 
We don't have the organization for it. Them big roles that was in that room couldn't come together in another room and come up with a formulated plan to a deal and address Joe Biden. Now, listen, let me, let me explain this to you right quick. The man you don't in which explain anything to me. Just Sherrod, make your point. The, the man in which he treated our sister Shirley Sherrod should make every Negro in Georgia walk away from it. Because my oh, question that, is that, that was, that was really that's really a mistake. That's really no, a mistake. No, no, no. Let that's me tell you what the mistakes. No, let me tell you what the mistake's gonna be. This is what the mistake's gonna be. If they do get control of the Senate, you gotta have two, one or two Democrats that's gonna boom every chance they get. Joe Manchin and maybe someone else. So it's never gonna be no real problem. See the see the problem with, with, with us as the people is we have no messaging Jay, power. Jay, we we put forward the narrative. Jay, stop talking to and and listen to me. I'm gonna give you some new language. I think the problem is okay, that's that's some new language. Uh, it, it, it may be one of the problems. I, I hear you, but it may be one of the problems. But because Joe Biden doesn't understand the the, the the political corner he put himself in with in this meeting, he doesn't understand that. But the other part of that question is. Do the people who were participating in the meeting understand it? Did you did you listen to the whole thing? Yes, Janice. How could you be this naive? How could you be this naive? A man that done been in politics for over forty Wait. years, done been around black folks for over forty years, done did egregious things to black folks, and you making okay. that statement? What's there, wrong with you, there DJ? Is a, there is a Janice. there is a new there's a new rule and a new sheriff going on here at our common ground. You don't get to fucking call me naive. But how could you okay. make those statements with your naive? Here, here, is the problem. here is the problem. Here is the problem. That when we start labeling and calling people names, it does nothing for us. Okay, so I am, President Biden I am, 40 years, I am 40 years. 70 years old. Yeah, and but more 40 than, years, Janet. How do you think he don't know how to deal with black folks and he's naive to the position of black people after being in the position that he's been in Joe, for 40 years? Oh, one, of the, one of the things that you have to consider and that you have to balance in this formula, there is an there is an algorithm that is at play here, Jay, and that algorithm has to do with the leverage, with the leverage, and Otis is still smarting about his What are you talking about, Leverage? I don't understand. Okay. I don't understand when what you're say saying. When I say that he's in a corner, he has put himself in a corner just by the tone and the way he handled this meeting with those people. While you might not like those people, there are millions of millions of black people who do 
support the people who were sitting in that room, whether you like it or not. No, okay? I, 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 hey, you know something? I understand mm-hmm. that. The sad okay. thing, the sad okay. thing is that there's millions of people that do believe in those individuals that can't really do nothing for them. Who, who, yeah. who basically all that they've done for them is feed off of them, become rich, have their family members become rich, and in the process they can't even put enough pressure on people to make it so that I don't have to go out here and feed my tenants. That, that, okay. that's, that's what, that's yeah. what I'm but talking about. But you know about. what? You know what? Every, every black person has got to come to a uh, to a reality in that in some pol- in this political circle that may be the reality but there are other political circles there may not be Janice, could we have the a solution same reality Janice. Okay. Yeah, could, could you yeah. give me a solution? Yeah. I, I gotta to go to break. I gotta break. I, I'll, I'll you, you don't, you don't, you don't listen to to anything but yourself, Jay. And so, when, when it's real. But listen, I'll talk to you. Put me on mute. Okay, I'm gonna go to break. You're listening to our common ground. Um, I, I'm I'm not gonna get into. Uh, into that hard worker, you know, I have some information that you might want to have, you might not want to have it, but um, I hear what Jay is saying, and, and, you know, if we start thinking through a haze of rage, it's hard to see clearly. And so in the second hour, we're going to talk about some stuff clearly. I'm, you know, I'm particularly concerned about um, Vilsack. They've announced it. It's not a trial balloon. There's something going on there that I don't have the information to make conclusions about. But I do know and I want to discuss with you, and I'm beginning to, and and, and my concern is uh, that the guarantee of safe and affordable housing is too important for for HUD to continue to be treated as a a short straw. And Marsha Fudge lobbied for the Vilsack agriculture spot. And I'm believing that they used her as a... um, um, as a, as a token... And we'll talk about it when we come back. And the whole idea of um, Jones from Alabama being the AG, and he hasn't tried a civil rights case since the bombing of the Birmingham church. Biden, by every measure, seems to be going off the... The rails. After these important messages, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Tweet a friend, Facebook a friend, call a friend. We're live at Our Common Ground. We'll be right back. The president, he's got his war. 
folks don't know just what it's for. Nobody gives us a rhyme or reason. Have a one doubt, they call it treason. We're chicken feathers all the way out one Here are the top 10 things you can do if you think you might have coronavirus or COVID-19. One, stay home. Two, monitor your symptoms carefully. If they worsen, call your healthcare provider. Three, rest and stay hydrated. Four, if you have a medical appointment, call ahead and let them know you may have COVID-19. Five, if your symptoms are severe, Call 911. Six, cover your cough and sneezes. Seven, wash your hands often. Eight, stay away from others in your home. Use a separate bathroom. Nine, avoid sharing personal items. And ten, clean all surfaces that are touched often. For more information on COVID-19, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Let's take care of ourselves and each other. If Republicans are playing cutthroat politics, why are the Democrats playing that? And why can't they be on the offensive? And that, that's the first. Here's the second charge. You've got the Republicans beating this old message of Debt. You got Mitt Romney standing in front of a dead clock now, and that will be the narrative. And the Democrats, you don't see this coming. You don't see this narrative coming as they force another debt fight. As they the best of political talkback, common sense, right from the concrete, urban progressive politics, politics, politics. Friday night. At TruthWorks Network, 10 p.m., Alpha drills down deep the lies, the conspiracies in politics. It's just damn politics. The Alpha Show. Washington is working really well for the folks who are well-connected. Um, but for people in the communities that um, I serve and people sitting around their kitchen table right now, I don't think it's working well. I still believe in the American dream, but there's a disconnect between the American people and what we're getting in Washington. We're seeing how this is working, and so I would challenge the people of Georgia to try something different. I'm Raphael Warnock, and I approve this message a layer of the mask off that we seem to wear every single day and to start to speak about our issues, those childhood wounds and scars and secrets and, and lies that sometimes fester inside of us because we are afraid to speak disappointments and, and fears and that someone has hurt our feelings. So we're excited about it. We're asking one million people.
Because our society is only as strong as all its individuals. The United Negro College Fund has helped educate thousands of doctors and researchers, but we need more. Thousands of architects and engineers, but we need more. Thousands of teachers and biologists, but we need more. And when disease, injustice, pollution, poverty, and countless other problems threaten to pull us apart, we had better educate every single person who has the potential to solve our problems. And to educate more people, we need more of your help. Give to the United Negro College Fund. With so much at stake, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Thank you for joining us at Our Common Ground with Janice Graham, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. I love the lie and lie the love, I hanging on me push and shove, possession is the motivation that is hanging up, the goddamn nation looks like we always end up in a rut. And now back to Our Common Ground. And we thank you for being here with us at Our Common Ground, where black truth is honored and respected. Uh, In the first hour, we were talking about this meeting. Uh, And we heard from Jay and, and Big Wes. And, you know... Sometimes we have to push through to get to the other side. We have to go through to get to the other side. And what was striking to me is that the participants in that meeting, with the exception of Reverend Al Sharpton, haven't really talked about or haven't really demonstrated some collective pushback. Uh, There are many people and, you know, and it's reasonable that people are saying, well, you can't get Biden to commit to, to do something that he never said he would do. But I'm not one of those people. Um, this administration coming in, and we're not going to talk about the craziness of the administration that's going out. We are going to talk about Amendment 14, Section 3, but uh, and and to the extent that this country is going to tolerate uh, the overthrow of democracy that works for it. Now, Jay and and most of the people who are sitting in my chat room and, and are listening will understand that democracy was not designed to remove the oppression of the descendants of chattel slavery. Um, that's not what it was for. And one of the things that the Civil Rights Movement 
and the black power movement has tried to do over the last 50, I would say 50, maybe 60 years, um, is to try to transform what democracy means. But there is no doubt that there was a democratic framework you know, we all didn't benefit from it um, that uh, had been created and it has been mangled uh, since the um, Reagan administration especially. But it wasn't the first time that there had been a, a chiseling tool taken to it So now I think we need to move to a conversation about if this is the government, if the government before you, um, then how do we begin to undermine the absence of mechanisms for more justice uh, for black people. Most of you weren't here uh, as I started the show where uh, I I love uh, Fred Hampton talking about how black people need um, need peace. We do. We need some peace. Um, In her book, Cast, Isabel Wilkerson, and I really implore everybody to read that book and get a better understanding as to the global and historical nature of where and how chattel slavery was designed uh, for American slaves and where and how this government, this system of white superiority has been maintained um, uh, since Reconstruction. So uh, here's the deal. I hate saying that. I didn't say here's the deal. Jay, I didn't say here's the deal. Take I take it back. I hate when people say that. Here is how I see it. And you can give me a call at 347-838-9852 that you can, you can find inside the toolbox of the American government those things for which you can defend yourself and defend the people, defend our people against their use of those same tools. Toolbox. Remember I used to talk about toolbox all the time, what's in our toolbox. Um, There there are some things. The other is that I'm hoping that this group of people who met with with Bill Biden, that maybe, I'm not hoping, but I'm not very optimistic about it, But maybe some people are now 
going to put pressure as Joe Biden puts himself into this corner because the 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 point from which we develop the leverage is that he's in a corner. If he doesn't, if if there is no success by these Democratic candidates for Senate in Georgia, Joe Biden has nothing, and 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 uh, the the king that who would be Donald Trump is going to manage, overrun, and amplify his craziness for the next four years. That's that's essentially what's going to happen. And that's why, uh, and, and then you've got, imagine for a minute of the 126, and I count, I count um, Bush, uh, uh, I count Trump and Bill Barr in it, on the Texas petition to the United States Supreme Court. Imagine those people being in power. Imagine them being in power. And when you when you go on Our Common Ground and you listen to the full audio of that one hour and 40 minutes, look at the faces. Don't pretend that you don't understand that the people in that room operate under the same caste, class, and race system that you operate under. Which is why I don't like all this name calling. Butter biscuit eaten and fried chicken eaten and watermelon eaten and what what Jay said Jay always calling them the something something and it, the name calling does nothing for us and it is too bad that somebody in that meeting which is why they would never invite me to those kind of meetings. Oh. Someone in the in that meeting didn't stand up and say, Mr. President-elect, do you understand? One, two, three, four, five, six. And that the people who brought you here are expecting more than you talking about being not resisting, not progressing, not putting into place, those things which are important. So our number is 347-838-9852 if you'd like to get in on this discussion. Um, But I want to talk about, Alpha, please correct me. I think his name is, Bob Jones from Alabama. He's the senator who is being considered from Alabama who lost his seat. Black people delivered him a Senate seat, and he lost it. And um, then 
yesterday they were floating Andrew Cuomo. Oh, my God. And and you have to ask the question, and somebody called me and asked the question with me, or uh, refused Doug Jones. Doug Jones? <laughs> Doug Jones. Alpha says Doug. Um, <laughs> it's not Bob Jones. It's Doug Jones. So somebody has got to... Um, Help me with what narrative was created for him to even believe that anybody cared about Doug Jones, uh, who couldn't beat a, 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 a high school coach who doesn't know how many branches there are in the federal government, um, and lost his senate and lost his senate seat. So that's that's one part of it. The other is <clears throat> this whole issue of now don't get me wrong. Marsha Fudge has 100,000% will be 100,000% better than Ben Carson who is still confusing REOs short for real estate owned properties with the chocolate sandwich cookie Oreo her tenure in Congress reveals no interest in the whole housing universe. She was elected to the House of Representatives in 2008. Um, the Ohio, she's an Ohio Democrat, and she sat on three House committees, education, labor, and House administration, and most recently agriculture, which she chairs a subcommittee. Though a subcommittee on housing, community development, and insurance exists, she has not served on either. And these committees in our government, whether you like our government or not, are absolutely essential. They are critical, the work that happens in those committees. So... uh, That's one kind of issue about, as I examine, assess, and this meeting, uh, assess where the hell Joe Biden is going. Because here's my solution, Jay. I hope you're listening. If he wants to, if he wants to win Georgia, the first thing he'll do is get rid of Vilsack. That that should not happen. Shirley Sherrod was treated badly, and black people were highly offended by how she was treated. The other is if he wants to win these Senate seats, he's got to fix that. 
And he's got to offer something that will draw Democratic turnout for Osaf and for Warnock. And he's got to fight back eight months, eight months of what the sedition and the treason and the and the um and interference and voter suppression is going to happen running up to the midterms because if he doesn't win Georgia then the democrats don't control the senate and if he doesn't fix a lot of these stuff and stop going off the rails come november he's going to i mean in this in in this last general election, the Democrats lost twelve seats, and you saw all of them as part of the hundred and twenty six standing in front of the Capitol, signing off on a ridiculous half wit suit, a petition to the Supreme Court. So here's some things that have to happen, I think. What has to happen is Joe Biden has got to step out real quick and say that in the first month he is going to the House and the Senate to propagate a recovery act that for five months will pay every American citizen $2,000 a month. Because $1,200 is not going to get it. And $1,200 one time is not going to get it. The other thing that he has to do is he has, if he does that, he's got Georgia in the bag and he has a way in which to fight what's coming, the tsunami that's coming for him in the, 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 the midterms. The other thing that he's got to do, for people like me, uh, is he has got to have a plan to replace all of the U.S. Attorneys General that were fired or left because of the takeover of the Department of Justice. You know, Preet, you remember Preet, uh, um, uh, Southern District of New York? Well, he and maybe 12 or 13 people uh, attorneys general, they U.S. attorneys, they all got fired or left because uh, they were going to get fired. Okay, so uh, that that can that can shore up uh, Biden's presidency pretty pretty fast, and it would cost less than what they're going to have to do. Now, the other is 
that he's going to have to find some other some more winners some more winners um and he has not made any statement in regard to um in regard to uh the federal executions that have been stepped up um in the lame duck period of Donald Trump. The other is he's got to make some noise, but he shouldn't do that until he gets in office and there should be a commission, a commission on abuse of power. And the obstruction of the work of the Justice Department and they ought to pull out that whole Mueller report. We've got a caller at 773. You're on the air. Who are you? And um, how you doing? It's Alpha. You all know it's Alpha, right? Let me tell you like this. Who is the, who is the lady? Who is the lady who's going in and hood? And you say that's not her expertise. I didn't say it's not her expertise. She wanted the she wanted the agriculture job, and they want okay. Vilsack. And I want to know okay, why well, it is so hot that they want Vilsack. They want Vilsack. Vilsack screwed the black farmers. Yes, they, yes, he did. And Vilsack, Vilsack should not even be on his lips. And the people should let him know. And this is the this is the part where I tell you why I have said gloves come off, grab them by the neck, and drag them to the left. This is why the the lady who you spoke of, the congresswoman, what's her name again? Marsha Fudge from Marcia Ohio. Marsha Fudge from Ohio. She's going into uh, a position that. Not only was not her expertise, but she would basically go in and be on a on a thing of learning, so therefore she can be controlled. If she went into something that she knew and went in making changes, there would be an uproar from the right. You see. The biggest problem but there's something is, else, Alpha, and I want to throw out the word, that this is simply tokenism. And in 2020, with a man who was vice president for eight years to the African-American president, uh, he should understand tokenism and how people see it. Yes, but see, he understands the tokenism, but he's still going to do it. He's still going to do it. And Marcia and that's Fudge, his what that's his arrogance. That is his arrogance. Right. right. It's the same, it's the same arrogance. It's the same arrogance, Alpha. I hate to talk over you, but I wanna make this point. You well, know you've I'm been getting talk, old. You've been talking all night. You've been talking all night. I just wanna get a I point know. here. I, I just <laughs> want I just wanna make this point so we can include it in our conversation. Uh but it's the same kind of arrogance 
that caused the Anita Hill debacle. And that's why I was talking yeah. to Charles Ogletree. It's yeah, that same I, kind know, of Biden arrogance. I had to look in the mirror. I thought I was Jay or something. I, 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 uh, let me see. You know, these are the things that we suspected, that we feared. Let me put it like that. These are the kind of things that we feared that he would turn around and, and start doing. He is an Obama kind of political front. He's not for the things, the actual things that will incite his base. The $2,000, damn right, it will incite you. It will incite and ignite your base. If he could, he should declare, what was that, um, a national emergency. Since Congress can't get it done, he should declare a national emergency and put this $2,000 for every worker. And basically... Do what Trump did. Take it from other departments, like defense. Take it from defense. You know, at some point, when if we win the two seats in Georgia, uh, Joe Manchin is not going to play and let him change the filibuster. So everything will be filibustered. Everything. And Joe Manchin ain't going to let him change it. So well, you know, it, it 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 goes back to Fudge has made some some mistakes that can't carry over into into HUD, and she clearly lobbied for the agricultural job. Now, I I I, I for the life of me can't figure out why Valsic is so important. Joe Biden that he would make this mistake. And and believe me, I want people to be clear. I'm not criticizing Marsha Fudge. I'm simply saying that there are people, you know, the whole idea of pulling people out of the house like Richardson um kind of like makes me a little un- feel a little unstable. Because there are people who have the expertise to go in and do the job at education, do the job at health and human services. I mean, he wouldn't go and get some hodgepodge epidemiologist researcher from the Boston morgue to to, to head up CDC. You see, so I'm I'm not understanding, and Valsic doesn't have, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not understanding it. He's got a history, and we know he's got a history, but this is this is the the biggest problem with Joe Biden. You know, he was languid. You he. 
Yes, we reminded that you were languishing down in fifth place in this race until black women, black men, Hispanics, yeah. Saved your ass. Yeah. Saved your ass and brought you, basically and, and brought you on a red carpet into the White House. You're about to enter the White House as the President of the United States. And you turn around and you you you, you slap us in the face with these pigs very arrogantly. You were right. He is... He's he's very arrogant about his approach and how he was speaking to the people. You know, I, I would have and said, so, excuse me, who the hell are you talking to? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, no, 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 no. You had to say, excuse and, me. And, and, and you're talking you out of your ass. You, know. you had to say, excuse me, <laughs> Mr. President-elect, you're talking out your ass. I know. I mean, even even Christopher Metzler, who's a conservative commentator, even he said, this is crazy. This is really, really crazy. Hey, Alpha, before you go, I do want to ask you uh, about something we're we're clear about. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I I wasn't going nowhere. I can't ask you something. Uh, Are you rushing me off? No, I want I want I want to talk to you about this hundred and twenty six treasonous, seditious uh, representative of what you think ought to happen. I I think that you should grab Nancy Pelosi by the throat and drag her to the left. She should buy the Fourteenth Amendment. The law, the Constitution. She should deny seating them because they are members of a seditious conspiracy. Yeah. And there's a, a, a Jay, uh, Jay and Wes who are looking for what the solutions are. Every one of them who signed that stupid petition which was clearly a seditious act. Every one of them that is a lawyer ought to be, there ought to be a complaint filed to request that their law licenses be suspended. Exactly. The whole nine yards. But you have to go after them like they would go after you. And you have have to to tick these people off one by one. Right. One by one. Eventually, they will tick you off. Right. And when I said that, the other thing is, while they while they they were in the meeting, I'm not understanding why they don't come out and they start organizing a class action, a class action against. Every one of the people versus the hundred and twenty-six. Don't forget, don't forget about you the only, AG. You only need the people for a class. 
I don't understand why we are not um, uh, filing a class action, the people's action versus the criminal activity, the financial abuse, emoluments. Well, Lawrence Tribe did do the emoluments thing. Uh, uh, and letting this man get away with the absolute abuse of the pardon, the presidential pardon system. And, and the law is very clear, even though it's kind of murky, but the law is very clear that you cannot use a pardon as a quid pro quo for criminal activity. That's why the Roger Stone and the Michael Flynn pardons should not hold. They should be challenged in court. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. when Biden gets in, you know, that's why you don't put a Doug Jones as the AG, because he don't have the spine. He won't have the spine to do it. You need a well. Well, I don't know if he doesn't have the spine. Uh, he, he may or may not no, have the spine to no, do no, it. No, 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 no. He don't have the spine, and I tell you, he don't have the spine because, from what I can tell, as he lost his seat, and that was at Alabama. Yeah, yeah. He lost his seat in Alabama because he didn't have the spine to fight them, and since he didn't have the spine to fight them. The people he, who supported him to put him in that job basically fell away because he had no spine. He wasn't mm-hmm. a stand-up guy. And that's what's happened to him, and that's what continues to happen to Democrats who don't fight these people. These people are seditious, treasonous. They are up to no good. Treason has a, a much higher standard. Well, when I say when I say so, treasonous, they are they are treasonous to their country, to democracy. Let me put it like that: they are treasonous mm-hmm. to democracy. And when they're treasonous, the way they are, it basically puts this cloud over the rule of law. Now, here's something else. All of these proud boys, all of these people calling for a civil war. Not succession, calling for a civil war. Well, it's it I mean, if you look at what's happening at some of the activity over at Parler, if you look at Alex Jones on Last night, calling for the assassination of Joe Biden. I excuse me, but what is Paula? It's like a Twitter for white nationalists and white supremacists oh, and conspiracy okay, okay, theories okay. and Q, well, QAnon all have, and all you have people. All you to do is go to, to Paula and pull up, pull up some of their comments and their violent rhetoric and declare them terrorist organizations because they are a threat to our national security. And well, you know, one of the things that people are talking about, it was really... The Klan, the Klan, it, it, it a was terrorist really, organization. Can, 
Can I get some comedy in this show, Alpha, for a second? Um, it 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 has no censorship. Thank you, Hadi Bahadi, uh, in our chat room. It it has no censorship. So these people are over there yelling about how they're gonna have. Well, first of all, last night was really funny, and and this audience would really appreciate it. They were talking about Succession, and everybody thought they were talking about the HBO show. And I kept yelling and screaming on Twitter, no, 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 they just misspelled the word. They they had the wrong word. They were calling, saying, we are going to succeed from the union. We are going to have our own blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was a silly shit. But, but, but they meant secession. And they had it all wrong. <laughs> Alpha, you would have really appreciated that. See, you should follow yeah, me on Twitter. Hungry. They had it wrong but, uh, eight years ago. Well, but they, more than but eight I'm, years I'm ago. saying, are when, these when people? Obama are they in. also talking about? Are they also talking about giving up their citizenship? Well, and you know, like, but but it's they, part of the, the 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 it's part of the rise of the Confederacy. This is exactly right. two things, and I'm sure I'm sorry, Purple Pill left us, but two things are happening. One is that you can see the rise of the conspiracy uh, of the Confederacy in the way in which the Bolsheviks and and the Nazi uh, organized uh, as Hitler was coming to to power. The other is you can see it in the same way in which the Southern states seceded from the Union and there was a civil war. So all of these things are coming together, um, and, and but these people are being given notions about, you know, uh, it, it, it's a cult. It's a it, it's a culture that's uh, that's built on a bed of lies and propaganda, and these that's people are very. Good. That's why they're, they're very serious. That's why they are a threat Absolutely. Absolutely. And, that's and why I they, will say that's this why they over have to be dealt with. I will say this over and over and over again. And I said it about Barack Obama and 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 we were blessed that it did not happen, but I think that the safety of because of this rhetoric, because of the culture that Trumpism has brought to this country, uh, where you have 74,000 people, um, well, less than 74,000, not all of his voters, 70, uh, uh, less than 74 million, but so many, a significant amount of those people who believe that the election was stolen. Uh, and all of the trite kind of rhetoric that Trump and his exit, because he's a grifter and he wants these people to believe this stuff, and they believe it. So they're trying to fight uh, as patriots, quote unquote, patriots. Um, so um, I, I think that. <coughs> Kamala Harris and 
and um, Joe Biden. I think their their safety is at risk, and we have to be very, very careful. I was always fearful for Barack and Michelle Obama, always fearful for them. But this is a whole different environment. Um, so um, <clears throat> I, I just... I just think that we have to have to be vigilant. We have to look for the opportunities for resistance. Uh, we have to be able to identify and narrate as we experience these things. Uh, oh, Alpha, your back door. Somebody's at your back door. Yeah, I know that. Sh- I know who no, that no, is. Somebody, That's Shannon. Somebody's going out. Somebody's going out. Anytime, okay. anytime my door is open, that you'll hear a, a, a notice. And I, way, I want my audience to know that uh, we have all kinds of things that go on with Alpha, and you should join him on the Alpha show, and you will find out what those things are. He broadcasts on Friday night at 10 o'clock. It's the work. People's Politics Show, and you should support it. Um, but 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 the other part of it is also is that we have to be vigilant about the information <coughs> that we access. We have to be very vigilant about that. We have to we have to be vigilant about what resources we have, and as a people. We can't eliminate everything. We have to no, be. No, we're not. We're not going. We're not going to eliminate everything. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so we do. have to develop a set of priorities. And you know, the people who uh, believe that the people who were in the Biden meeting are working against against our interests, then go find the people who you think. Um, that um, the people who you think uh, are your allies, you know, and what we hope to do here. But, Alpha, i got to go because i got a couple of things uh, I've got to cover before we get out of here and uh, in our chat room. So uh, the Alpha show is Friday night, 10 p.m., and you can go – Follow him on Facebook and learn more about his show here at TruthWorks Network on Blog Talk Radio. Um, so, Alpha, thank you for your call. Thank and, you, And um, and you know uh, you've all you've been saying for years and years on the Alpha Show that we got to take off the gloves. But before we take off the gloves, we have to have some kind of strategic plan. And and here here is one of the things that I think we you know for all of the the black left. Here's a task that the black left can take on and that is the insurgency of credit porting agencies that cripple people that rob them of whatever opportunity they might have 
to build wealth. Um, and I say that because it is these agencies, the Credit Experience, TransUnion, and whatever the other one is, there are three of them, um, they are people who control how how we manage our finances, how what the interest rates that we get when we purchase cars, that we the the interest rates when we uh, uh, secure a mortgage, the interest rate on our credit cards, and they are controlled by the lobbyists in our government in our Congress. So all these economists and financial people who are blacks against capitalism, those are the people who need to start prioritizing around what you do in terms of resistance and transforming that. The other is the laws on the books in regard to the treasury there is a pool of money that every major financial institution has to contribute to, and that money is used to issue grants and loans in uh, low-income communities. So, um, you know, there are a, a lot of solutions. There are a lot of strategies, and it's not just one strategy. It's not just one, you know, I, I, I explained it. I was talking to Pascal Robert today uh, by phone, and, 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 and I said to him, he and I both are big fans of uh, Battlestar Galactica. you got to look at it as the ship, and the ship has, all kinds of carters that go out into different places for different functions on the ship. And all I'm saying to you at our common ground is be in one of those be be off be into one of those areas on the ship. Um and have respect and understanding about the areas that you are not in. Um you know, we have faltered on the idea of utilizing existing government resources and regulations and laws because we've not attended to the issues of oversight, monitoring, and enforcement in the financial areas, in social service areas, in federal financing of housing and services to uh, poor, disabled, elderly people. So one of the things that we have to do is to begin to do that. Uh, Don't forget um, that we ask you to subscribe to our webpage at ourcommonground.com. Follow me at Janice OCG on Twitter. We have a number of Facebook pages that you can participate in, Black Women in the in the Prism, which we're about to hire, um, not hire, but we're about to have a host 
for that show again, Black Women in the Prison. We're looking for uh, an employment discrimination attorney to come back and uh, work in our show, Working While Black. So, so we're building, and, and the, the whole mission is to have as m- much dialogue, discourse, information that we can possibly have. Uh, it is going to be a bumpy transition. There is no doubt about it. But we cannot forget about the people, our brothers and sisters, families, communities, neighborhoods that are being hit so hard by COVID. And one of the things that we have not done is to honor the people who are our frontline workers, the families who have had losses, uh, the people who... um, are recovering the children who have in our communities and in our families who worry about the people who have been infected. They worry about their own infection. They worry about schools. So this is what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you that every noontime, Monday through Sunday, that you take two minutes in a two-minute think about. You can pray, you can do however you want to do that, but to meditate in the honor of all of us who are fighting this pandemic and make sure that you wear your mask, Uh, Next week, we're going to talk about this vaccine uh, with some experts. We're having Dr. Kamala Jones back with us. And be safe. Thank you for joining us tonight, and you have a good week. We're going to have a piece of music at the end of our close. Thank you for joining us at Our Common Ground with Janice Graham, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. For all of you that have joined us in our chat room, we thank you as well. I'm Janice Graham. Join us each Saturday at Our Common Ground. I'll be listening for you. Just what it's for Nobody gives us a rhyme or reason Have one doubt They call it treason We're chicken feathers all the way